comes Santa Claus, here comes Santa Claus, right down Santa Claus Lane. Axing and dixing and all his reindeers blowing on the range. Welcome to Super Fight Freaks Podcast. It's me, it's your boy, the H-Town Hill, and I'm joined by my guy, D-Raz, the Chinatown Coon, a.k.a. the Frampton Faggot, a.k.a. the Frampton Gadget. We're going to try to get that over for D-Raz. How you doing, Thank man? Thank you. I'm doing well, man. How are you? Yeah, yeah, I'm doing good, man. I'm just trying to put a little respect in your name. I'm trying to give you, you know, you came to me in earnest uh, saying that, you know, you wanted to, you thought you were the Frampton Gadget this whole time. I said, okay, let's roll with it. Let's get that over. Well, we'll see what the people think. You know, that's what it is about. You know, we'll see what, uh, how how that works for everyone else, you know? Yeah, we'll give it a trial run because we can't keep doing the Frampton faggot in the Frampton gadget. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. I yeah, understand yeah. that. And I, and I get okay. that. All right, man. Uh, well, look, I think this is probably going to be our last show before the end of the year. So once again, uh, Merry Christmas to all the freaks out there, all the real sick fucks. Uh, Merry Christmas to you guys and a happy new year. Uh, D Raz, would you like to say anything to the freaks one last time in 2022? Uh, you know, Merry Christmas. I want to say Merry Christmas to them, and uh, you know, I know we'll see you in the new year, and it's gonna be it's gonna be a good year. It's gonna be a good year for the freaks, and uh, let's try to stay positive about that. And uh, you yeah, know, so, you know, that's that's all. You know, Merry you know, and, and I think we've been doing this all 2022, and 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 I think you know, look, I, I finally hear you guys. You guys want to talk about fights. You guys want to talk about fights? You've been asking for it. Guess what? Today, we're going to talk about some fights. Some fights just oh, happened you know, on the like, weekend. We some fights started. just happened a couple hours ago, and we're yep, going to talk yeah, about no, that, and too. I, and I want to say something before we get started with yeah. the actual show. Can I do that? Oh uh, Yeah, let's get going. We got some time for that. Go ahead. Yeah, you know, I wanted to give a big RIP uh, out to uh, uh, Coach Mike Leach. Uh, actually just passed away. Uh, 61 years old, uh, had a heart attack, I guess, or had some complications with his heart. And a few days ago, he passed away. Or no, a few days ago, he had a heart attack and was hospitalized. And, you know, I'm sure everybody was hoping he was going to make it out of that. But he uh, today, uh, today looks like he passed away. So that's a big RIP to Coach Mike Leach, a legend of college football, uh, really popularized the uh, air raid offense. Uh, which is uh, they do that in the NFL. It changed the game of football and uh, legend. Yeah, that's Oklahoma, all the shit they do everywhere. at like uh, like a uh, Texas Tech and shit, right? Where it's just uh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, you know, it's just the four wide receivers and fucking. It's a yeah. It, it's a it's a exciting, explosive way to play football, and he, yeah. he popularized it. And you know, you could say he changed the game of football because they do that in the NFL. They do that at a lot of places, and and that was thanks to him. You know, so. He really changed the way football is played and uh, legended at a lot of schools. He was at Texas Tech at Oklahoma, so uh, RIP. All right, I'm gonna, old, I'm gonna, so I'm gonna, RIP to Mike Leach. I'm gonna build off of that, and I'm gonna say for all the freaks who aren't sure about that, I'm one of those guys. Um, I, I'm gonna say RIP Rith Reservations, and I'm also gonna make room for. I'm not gonna do it, but I'm, in my RIP, there's room. No, I don't want. No, a, I don't want to a, say this for a press S to spit. On Mike Leach. No, I don't, no, no I'm not doing that. Leach. I'm making room for it. Okay. In my, in my, for my greeting, my salutation, I'm making room for that. I'm not going to press that to spit. I'm going to say RIP to Mike Leach. I'll say this. You know what? And it comes with the territory of being a freak. That I, you know, I would be upset and I'd feel slighted if you guys were disrespecting Mike Leach like that. But you know what? I've disrespected a lot of people or, you know, made fun of people yeah. and they were sad when somebody passed away. So I'm not going to. 
you know, I'm not going to flip that mirror around. I understand. So I'm going to let it go if people want to press S in the chat to spit. But, uh, you know, I'd ask that you not do that. But, I, you know, what if you yeah, do I'm do at, it? I'm, just because we're so close to the holidays, and this guy does mean a lot to D-Raz. So I'm going to say that with reservations, you can press S to spit. But I'd really appreciate it if you didn't. And as a matter of fact, can we get some crying emojis in the chat? Can we get some crying emojis in the chat, please? Uh, I've seen them coming now, and I and I do appreciate that. Yeah, I really do appreciate the crying. Can we come yeah. in? And I appreciate that. Crying emojis in the chat. Thanks a lot, pimps. Um, okay, <laughs> let's move it along, man. Uh, l- l- let's get to it. So, so I know you got some things you wanted to talk about. There's some things that happened about 45 minutes ago. Um, we'll talk about that too. But first up, and, and this is it's it, it's kind of gay, but 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 Patty the Batty Pimbo. We called it, and I want to give us a pat on the back. We we said this about how long ago did we call, call this, D-Rez, that Patty Pimblo is a false flag? When's the first time you heard about him? When's the first time? Well, the day everyone came up, the day everyone discovered him, about 15 minutes after that, we came in there and said, uh-uh, pump the brakes, take it back, and they didn't listen, and now they're all, now everyone's saying, well, I know, you know, it takes time, it takes time. Well, no shit it takes time to be good, no shit. Stars aren't just born overnight. No shit. We, we called this a long time ago. Uh, you know what? I forgot about that, as I often do. Yeah. When we do these shows, there's a lot I want to say, and then I forget, and then I don't remember until several days later. Like, oh, yeah. that And that, you know what? That comes with the, you know, you don't take notes. You don't write things down. You do a show on the fly. That comes to the territory. Yeah. But I'm so glad you brought it up because I did want to bring this up. Yeah, and I, and that goes the same for Molly, the meat flaps, uh, whatever her name. Molly, is. Molly the dumb bitch, the, the stupid yeah. whore. Molly, the what does she call herself? The meat slag, meat the flaps meat, or whatever. Yeah, the yeah. meat, the yeah, the meat bitch. Um, yeah, she just got her fucking teeth kicked in, and I was so. Oh, happy. did she lose? Oh, oh, you didn't see? You didn't hear about this? I didn't even know she fought. Oh, she. Uh, let me tell you some H. She fought about one month ago. For some reason, I don't know, they split up the cards. I don't know. She fought about one month ago uh, at the New York City, whatever pay-per-view was in New York City. It might have been uh, Israel Audubongo. It might have been that one. I don't remember. But the Israel Audubongo fight, I think she fought on the other card against some local broad, some Brooklyn broad. And this Brooklyn broad beat the shit out of her. Fuck no, her really? Oh, yeah. I didn't even know that. That's yeah, how, well, that's you don't how hear anti-dime anymore. she was. As I watched that card, and you're right, it was Audubongo versus uh, Pogo, and that was a great fight, and that was a great event. I watched that card and didn't know that happened. Well, listen, and that could be because I'm wrong about the date, and it may be no, no, you're right. I just looked it up. You're right. I just looked it up. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. So she fought some Brooklyn broad and got her fucking shit kicked in, got her meat flaps ripped right off her fucking hinges. And uh, yeah, and then she didn't have a lot to say after that. I'm fucking happy because you know what? So there's something I really don't like, uh, particularly with English fighters or fighters from the UK. Conor McGregor gets a pass. He's one of the few who did it right. Who had a he had, he took a shower and got a clue. Let's call a spade a spade. He's he's from Ireland. I know I know it's all the UK. I know it's all the United Kingdom. But he's not one of these England lads. He's not British. He's not. Yeah, British. he's not British. He's from Ireland. He's from Ireland, and he had a fucking clue. And he was dimes. He drew dimes. But uh, for some still does. reason, still does, still, still does draw dimes. Yeah, still does draw dimes, and, and, and that's just the way it is because he has a clue. And I'm a big fan of his, uh, even even if it's less than it was in, in days past. But the point is, we don't uh, like what, th- this, what we've made him. That, that, that's that's him holding the mirror. He that that's 
that's Connor McDaddo. He's holding the mirror to us, Connor McGregs, and he's saying, "Look what you guys made me," and we right, don't like right. that. But he is still dimes. Right. Well, and much the and much of the opposite way, you have this this Molly McCann and Patty Pimblay. Uh, they get oh, just an iota, just one iota of fame. They get the little frat boy, uh, and I and, and I'm one of those guys, but. They, they get the full send podcast, whatever to endorse them, and now they're on all the barstool shit. And the well, way they tried they, to monetize it, it was a Jewish psyop from the beginning. We called it as a false. But no, flag. but the way they acted is what got me yes. so mad. Particularly about the Maddie the meat flaps or whatever. Madeline meat flaps over here is she. You first of all, you're second fiddle to an already D plus level guy who's just his. He's, if you I don't know, you can't call him a star. He, he what, what's less than a star? A fucking flashlight. This guy's a flashlight, just barely just starting yeah. to shine. And you're second fiddle to that. And she acts like she's fucking Madonna. I and he doesn't even have a lot of uh, a voltage to power that flashlight. No, what is and she's still, yeah. she's still leaking from it. She's still siphoning voltage from Whatever him. You, he yeah, doesn't yeah, got enough. Ten lumens. He's not. This is like a fucking 7-Eleven flashlight. He's, yeah. This isn't one of those military-grade ones or anything like that. Uh, anyway, she's, yeah, she's still she's usurping uh, whatever fame she can from this guy. And uh, I saw her on a podcast, and she said she in her her disgusting, absolutely uh, boner reversing penis. Hey, quit moving your mic. I don't know if you're in a fucking wind tunnel, but uh, can you hear me? If you're driving, slow down. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) you can hear me good though. Yeah, I can hear you good. Yeah, her penis softening voice and that accent, which you know, oh my gosh. Vagina drawing accent. She was speaking. And I couldn't I wouldn't, understand. Fu- I, I wouldn't fuck her, but I would. Uh, and I don't want to say that. Okay, never mind. No, yeah. what are you gonna say? No, no. go ahead. I'm, I think the. Freak- I'm not saying I would violate her, but if she got violated, you ain't hearing me. Uh, uh, um, investigate that. Well, you ain't hearing me point no fingers because I understand. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what that's what we're saying, you know. And and then that that comes to being a freak, you know. But uh, anyway, she uh was saying in this podcast that you know she. First of all, she kept referring to the fans like, oh, I fucking hate that. I fucking hate that. Like, bitch, you should be so lucky that anyone wants to talk to you, that you're on any podcast. The quit act like you're fucking Prince at the height of his fame or you're fucking Madonna or something. Yeah, yeah, Nobody yeah. knows who the fuck you are. You could walk down Main Street wearing a name tag and wearing MMA gloves and no one would know who the fuck you are. So <laughs> calm down. that uh, You know, oh, I hate when they do this. And the big thing she said is, you know, everyone fucking says, well, why do you call him Patrick? Why do you call him Patrick? And she's like, hey, you fucking bell ends. It's because I've known him for 10 years. I call him Patrick. And it's like nobody has ever asked. You nobody that. knows who either of you are. And any fucking autistic retard that just crawled out of the basement. Uh, he's not going out. And no one is. That has never happened to you. Well, you that's Patrick? why that's why they're psyops. It was all fake. you got. Maybe she's got maybe three comments on Instagram saying, LOL, you called him Patrick. I know him as Pat. LOL, maybe three comments. Quit acting like anybody knows you are. As I said, you could walk down any street wearing a name tag with MMA gloves on and a Band-Aid over your nose. Uh, and no one would know who the fuck you are. They think you're some dumb homeless slut. And so she got her head kicked in. You know she what? Was. She got hers. As we say, the toll was paid, and I, you know what? I'm we're moving on from. Imagine Don't you love that when the toll pay. gets paid and nobody even knows? Nobody uh, even I, knew what happened. That's ultimate justice. So, I, Maddie, Meatwad is done. Meatwad is done. I want to specifically uh, let's move on bring to up a buddy. Yeah, let's move on to the buddy because that that was the. Main I want to move on to a very specific instance. It's all gay. I know that, but look, we already had our mask off moment day zero. 
now the normies, everybody else is saying that this guy's a faggot. Well, yeah, we oh yeah, we've been telling you that for about a year since. Oh, you don't say. So here's what. So here's what happened, and um, the big nose, the hook nose, motherfucker himself, Ariel. We got, we got, I look big ups to Ariel. Uh, you could tell he's a listener of the show. And yeah, he re- he really had a mask off moment. Are you aware of this gay soap opera that happened between them? No, I'm not. All right, let, let me tell you real quick. I'm, 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 I'm going to speed it up. Okay. So uh, apparently Ariel was saying he started this whole thing by saying that, you know, most of these guys, I'm always late to the party. I was late to the Connor McDaddy party. I was late to the Izzy Agabongo party. And he was saying, but you know who I wasn't late for? I wasn't late for Patty. He said, I've always been talking about this guy. Always thought he could be something. And he said that, you know, on his show, MMA Hour or whatever show he has now, he was saying, you know, even after his Cage Warriors lost, he got his shit kicked in in Cage Warriors. He says, I had <laughs> that's him a great a, sign. Yeah, he had a, he had his he had him on a, as a guest on his show after a loss just to get his name out there. And he showed clips of the conversation, and he was like saying, "Look, I know nobody knows who the fuck you are. You, you know, I know you're not getting recognized on the street in the U.S. or whatever. But you know, I like you. Whatever. He he was showing that he was on Team Batty from the very get. Okay, and he said we've always been friendly. Well, you know how Dana White, he hates uh, Ariel, right? You know, for I, I don't yeah. give a shit why, whatever, who cares? I, I don't care about either of them. But he hates him. Well, uh, so P- Patty McBow, he has a, uh, Pimblet has his own podcast now, right? And he had, he, had, he had his father himself on there. He had the Big Mac daddy himself. He had Dana White on the show. And all they did was rip on Ariel. Yeah. And Patty was like, oh, you know, he's a fucking leech in it. You know, he's, he's making money off the fires, huh? You know, and it, it saying a bunch of dumb shit like that, whatever. So Ariel just backs him the fuck up. And uh, there, there's one specific instance. This is where, this is where Patty really fucked up. Patty said, and you know, bruv, he didn't want me to do an interview that I could make money. He wanted me to do an interview with him for free. That's for, that's food off me table, lad. He kind of said all that shit, right? And so, uh, you know, and Dana was like, yeah, you know, that's a fucking scumbag. I can't believe he's robbing you like that, you know. And uh, so, so, so Ariel said, let me pull out the receipts. He pulls out his phone. He says, you know, we're talking about this date. And he says, let's look at the screenshots, what happened. So Pimble himself, Patty McPimblet, the little uh, faggot, he messages Ariel out of nowhere. And he was like, hey, Ariel, buddy, I love you, buddy. I'm I'm going to be in New York. Uh, you know, we should uh, we should we should really have a talk, you know, whatever. It'd be good to see you. And Ariel's like, OK, cool. You know, he's had one fight in the UFC at this point. He's a big sensation now. He wants to come on the show. Great. So he hits him back. You know, when can we do it? They go back and forth. Eventually, Patty says, look, just talk to my manager because you know how I am, bruv. I don't know when I'm free. He'll be able to set it up with you. So he goes back and forth with the manager, and then the manager says, the little slime ball, he says, look, we got a lot of paid spots that weekend. Patty's going to be real busy. So unless you want to come up with the budget for this interview, we're not going to be able to do it. We're going to have to take the paid opportunities. And then Ariel, he's showing the screenshots. He says, you know, I wish you would have just said no, because I find that insulting. And uh, Ariel basically says, he says, look, this guy's had one fight in the UFC, and he's asking for money. He says, I've had... Chael Sonnen on my show. I've had Daniel Cormier on my show. I've had Anderson Silva on my show. I've had Canelo on my shows. Actual stars who have never even implied to ask for a dime. 
And he says, I would never pay them anyways, but to think that I would pay you. And so they going back and forth. And then Patty, you know, chimes in. He's like, look, bruv, we're not asking you for money. We asking BT Sports for money. And Ariel says, who's going to have to ask them? You think I'm going to ask them to interview this bozo? Uh, oh, good. Money? And, and then he was saying, you know, and then he, this is when Ariel had his mask off moment. He grabs a script. He crumbles it up. He looks dead center at camera one. And he says, who does this guy think he is? Who does he think he is? He says, I went quickly, man. You can tell he watched. Yeah, he's a fan. And I want to say this real quick. Ariel, Ariel went and he said, you know, I already went to bat. You say this, he's an, he's an FIT. He's a freaking training. He's a freaking training. Keep listening to the show, Ariel. We're going to keep dropping some dimes for you. But I, I I love what I'm hearing from you right now. I didn't see this, but I might just have to go look it up. And I want to say this one part too, because this is where really sold at home. He says, you know, I went to bat for you on the MMA hour or Fox, whenever he had him, you know, he says, I went to bat for you. And they were saying, why do you want this guy who just lost in cage warriors on the show? He says, I went to bat for you. And now you have the audacity to think that I would ever pay to have it. He says, I wouldn't pay anybody, but especially, you know, I mean, he didn't really say it like that, but he kind of went in on him. And uh, yeah, he, anyways, Ariel, he says, it's all shoots from now on. If anybody lies, he's pulling out the receipts and he says, he's got a lot of them. So uh, yeah, that really got that really I think halted Patty's week. You know, everybody's like, "Yeah, well, this guy looks like a faggot. He looks like a huge bitch, right?" The bar stool done fu- done fucked him in the head. In it, he, he's completely fucked in the head now. And then he goes and he has an actual an absolute shitter of a fight. He at least loses twenty nine twenty eight, maybe even thirty twenty seven. It's a boring fucking fight. Yeah. As soon as the as soon as the interview starts, what's the first thing he says? Hey Joe, how much are you paying me for this interview? You know, Joe doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. He's not keeping up with the, the soap opera. So the joke doesn't land. Patty's waiting for a response. Joe is like, "Are you? Is that was that the sentence? Does this sentence keep going? I, I don't understand <laughs> what you want me to say. And, and it's like, and then he's asking for fight of the night. You got the barstool guys wearing, they're 45. They're wearing these fucking wigs. They're yelling fight of the night, fight of the night. As Patty's leaving the cage, he's screaming, Dinah, Dinah, it's fight of the night. Yeah, you know me. You know me, bro. It's fight of the night, isn't it? No, it's not. It was a gay fucking fight. You got your shit pushed in by a guy who's not even top 50. You know, I, I watch I watch uh, Dan Hardy. Dan Hardy has a great breakdown show. Every now and then, if there's a fight where I want to hear his opinion, he goes in super fucking deep, and he knows everybody on the card. So, you know. Dan Hardy, nice uh, the, the Mohawk. The Mohawk guy, yeah. He has a, uh, a YouTube channel called Full Reptile. And he what, autistic- what's his haircut like nowadays? I, he just wears – I don't even know. I think he just wears beanies and hats and hoodies and shit. Uh, okay, I, you can't even, yeah, you can't see a lot. He might be bald. But um, anyways, you know, he said that, look, this opponent is made for Patty to look good. That's what he said before the fight. This guy has no power. They all are. This guy's exactly. They all are. Soft touch and, and Dan Hardy even said, he said, you know, they're running out of guys like this that they, that are in the UFC that they can give him. And he expected, you know, a really good display from Patty. And that's what we got. I don't know if you saw the fight, D-Raz, but it was boring. And he got his he got his head he caved got his ass in. Whipped. Imagine if he were in there with Poirier. Imagine if he were in there with Alexander. It's K.O. City. It's K.O. City. It's about a minute 45 at best. Imagine him and Michael Chandler. How long do you think that fight lasts? About 45 fucking seconds. A guy like Mike Chandler running across the cage throwing haymakers. Yeah, you're fucking done, dude. The dude got, got clipped so bad. I guess Paul Craig doesn't hit it all that hard. Fucking jacked his ass a couple of times. I think he easily whipped his ass 30. I mean, 
the rounds weren't that exciting. wasn't too much action, but to me, it was a 30. Oh, he lost every round. I mean, and then you know how you know that he knows he lost every round by the way he was acting afterwards. He's acting oh, he's about to cry. Was like, yeah, fuck you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Doing the crotch truck. Yeah. You know, doing all that shit. It's because you know people are going to start hating on you, start booing because you got your ass whipped. So you're already to self. You're already kind of showing your hand right there that you know you think you lost, and you know everyone else thinks you lost because now you're acting like a dick. Yeah, our REO exposed them. You at least thought you won. You could have been like, oh yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I did my best, but you're not acting like that. You're acting like, oh yeah, be mad, be mad. Oh yeah, Yeah, everybody tries to compare that. No, well, everyone's gonna be. Yeah, everybody Go tries ahead. to compare that decision to the Sean O'Malley one. It's like, you know, the Sean O'Malley, say what you want. That was a close fight against Peter Yan. It could go to Peter Yan. I wouldn't be mad with it. But Sean O'Malley actually has elite skills, at least in very specific areas. He does have some things that he does that, better that, than that anybody else in that division. Fight. I, don't think, I thought Sean O'Malley did win. It was a very competitive fight. It was a very competitive fight. It could easily go to Peter Yan. Uh, I think you would agree. But uh, yeah, it, it was, was a very, very close fight. That's not but, what a robbery is. No, 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 no. This was a robbery. Patty doesn't even beat anybody in the top 15. He doesn't damn sure doesn't yeah. beat anybody in the top 10. He's absolutely and we're shitty. Here's forgetting the, thing. the time, the anti-dimes moment. Think about this. You're not drawing dimes, and then you do even more negative dimes behavior. We're all forgetting that moment where he said, oh, don't even give me anyone who's with the ranking. I'm not fighting anybody yeah. with a ranking. Well, we knew why a long time ago, but I hope everyone else – you hope the light bulb went off on your head. You all know why he's not going to fight anybody with a well, ranking. Unfortunately, D-Raz, unfortunately, D-Raz, you are wrong there. He still did draw Doms. I, I think his name was a big reason why this had any kind of success, this pay-per-view. I think everybody was there to see Patty in the States. It was his first fight in the States. But that's done. And I'm sorry. In America, at the end of the day, we don't get behind, boys. You got to win. You got to be excited. That's done it's donezo the, the aerial shit was funny but it wouldn't have mattered if he would have came in here and ragged all this guy it would still be uh, uh patty palooza but that didn't happen that's two fights in a row now it's boring patty is going right back put him on the ship he's going back to the uk that's the only place it'll be an, an attraction ufc birmingham got, ufc london fans that's the one good thing you can say about american fans the one good thing about american fans that now that i think about it i used to we used to I think me and you used to say, a lot of people yeah. used to say, you know, they just don't get behind. But now I admire that it's good. It's the yeah. right thing to do. If it's shit, it's not getting cheered for. You could be for you could be from my apartment complex. And if you did shit, nobody's going to watch you. Nobody's going to cheer for you. You better have every fight in the fucking apartment complex because that's the only place, that's the only way anyone from here would go see that because it doesn't fucking matter to us. If you're born on the, in, in the same area, of on the same part of the same continent we could give a fuck okay oh i'm gonna blow my load over that it doesn't mean shit to us you know you're so right. i'm happy I'm... that you're gonna yeah go back to england where that matt go back to that, that's all he's gonna be ufc london matt coming back here that's done the the patty shit yeah go back sailed. to some shithole where they that for some reason that that it's yeah. important barstool gave him oh, half a million to do a podcast oh that lad is from the same neighborhood okay yeah fuck go fuck yeah yourself. barstool can continue to give him seven figures to do a podcast great they can regret that decision later. Keep wasting, Here in America, yeah, keep it's done. Money. Here in yeah, America, yeah. it's done. He can be. Well, a I want him London to guy. properly get his head pushed in. So I would love them to step him up to a Poye, to a Chandler, to a. Hey, that won't happen. They know. They I would know. love it. They know he's got it. Listen, he's got to go the way of Meatwad. He's got to go the way of Meatwad went. Meatwad right. took a step and got her shit pushed in. L- so let's no put a bow on this. I'm gonna just say a fuck Patty. We were right. I'll give you one last word, and then we'll move it along to the next topic. Fuck Meatwad. Fuck Patty. We were right.
Yeah, fuck, fuck them. All right, I got freaks a couple of UFC That's another one for the freaks. Add it to the tally. I don't know what it, what the score is at now. 20-0. What the score is about 745,000-0. How about that? 745,000-0. Yeah, another drop in the bucket. Another drop in the bucket. Are you used to that sound? That little chink as the coin hits? Yeah, get used to that. I'm moving it along. I got a lot of UFC topics. This, this one, we might have touched on it before, but I just really got to say it, man. You know that Megan Olivier chick, Megan Olivio, Bobo? I think so. Yeah, she's there like the UFC uh, sideline oh, reporter. Shit. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. backstage shit. Yeah, I think I've seen her, yeah. She's, she's really hot, but she doesn't dress like a slut. You know, she, she's kind of just hot enough. Super hot. Dude, how the fuck did Joseph Benavides land that? The guy is... He's oh, five dude, he foot, looks like a monster. Yeah, he's five foot four. He looks like when... You know, like when like like Elden Ring or Dark Souls come out, and people have fun with the creative character and they squish the face in. Or <laughs> he really, really does look like a troll that got burned in a fire. Yeah, he looks like a Lord of the Rings orc, like uh, kind of just <laughs> when the makeup is first starting to wash off. It's this. He looks like he's been sitting in a, yeah in a Hollywood makeup chair for about four hours. It's disgusting. How well, he is like he got burned in a fire? Like legitimately burned in a fire or something like that. And he may have. And if he have, uh, if he did, I'll, I'll you know. I'll yeah, he looks apologize. like you ever see those girls like it's. All, I don't know why it's always girls, but they get attacked by a pit bull and like their face gets torn to shreds, and then they put like plastic pieces on their face to kind of recover it. And it just looks like yeah, yeah. Ah, no, it's always girls up. because they're never smart enough to uh, don't approach a dog that uh, is clearly agitated. Uh, guys usually can <laughs> yeah, suss yeah, yeah. that out. Oh, see whoa, that, whoa, uh, whoa, whoa, yeah, whoa, yeah, yeah. whoa! I'm gonna I'm gonna walk on the other side of the street, and they'll usually try to kneel down. And oh, so, maybe so how he's is abused. he coming inside Megan Olivier every night? That he has no <laughs> charisma because I've heard him in interviews. He's fucking he's ugly. not he's drawing any dimes. Yeah, no dimes ever. He's basically ever. a stay-at-home boyfriend now. She brings in all the money. Well, yeah, I don't that, know. That makes no Mass sense. Mass hypnosis. They, he probably learned hypnosis a long time ago and uh, hypnotized her. Look, and we talk and good about on it him. every week. Well, good on him. Andrew Tate is lying to these guys that you got to be some mythical spiritual miracle to fuck a dime. Look at that. Look at that. Five yeah. foot four, he, net worth of 65000 really, uh, He could have a really good personality. He could, he, well, it hasn't shown in any oh, interview yeah, I've ever seen him. No. Not net worth. He probably has a total career earnings. You're breaking up a little he bit. He could have a nice personality. He could have a nice personality. Well, it hasn't rubbed off in any interview I've seen. But or fine. you know what it probably is? He's probably he's probably willing to. Well, no, he's you know what it is. He's probably willing to do a lot of the errands and shit while she's out traveling to the UFC. He's probably willing to keep the house up and do you know make clean the dishes, do yeah. all that shit. Dinner's you know ready, sweet. and that is yeah. worth something. Okay, that, yeah. you admit that's worth something, you know. I don't know if I wouldn't let him come inside me for that, but uh, okay. <laughs> well, maybe she's willing to do that. It's a fair trade right. to her. Well, look, hats off to him. Round of applause. Um, I'll, you know what? We'll say another one for the good guys. How about that? Uh, good for him. I'm not willing to do that. I'm in. In fact, and I and I want to say this again. I want to say I appreciate. I'm seeing a lot of the crying emojis in the chat, and I appreciate that. And thank you, and I do appreciate that. But I will say this. Uh, I'm going to open up and say, go ahead and press S. In the chat to spit uh, on their relationship. To spit I'm going to say, so and I wanted to turn a blind eye to this, but I'm looking in the chat and I did see a lot of middle finger emojis. I don't know. I don't know. No, no, seriously. Yeah, I, I didn't, didn't want to hey, react to it. I didn't want to react. I didn't want. It. I didn't want to. But I'm seeing too many. I don't know. Who, look, look. I'm looking at you guys in the chat. I don't know who that's for, who that's directed to, or what that's about. If I don't start getting some context, you're out of here. I'm not. Yeah, I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to be bands. looking over I at the chat. I don't want to do that. I don't want to start doing that. But we are going to start handing down some. Some suspensions 
uh, if this if this keeps up because it's just you know it's, it's we no need reason. some we context that. on that. You're not yeah. I'm not going to be. Uh, I, I, I'm bearing my heart out, and I look over at the chat and I see middle finger emojis. I don't know who that's for, or what that's about. I don't know if that's uh, a typo. maybe somebody said something. I'll have to scroll up. You know, we're getting a lot of chat, so it's kind of I kind of get lost in the shuffle. Maybe thin somebody ice. said something. Gonna, you man. guys are on thin ice. Thin ice, yeah. bud. Uh, yeah, fucking yeah. watch it. Uh, I want to move it along a little bit more on UFCA 686, whatever that was. I like the boy Bryce Mitchell. How do you feel about him? I like that he's a good oh, looking... I, Bryce Mitchell. He's one of my favorites. He's a Didn't little bit cringe. Win, he's a little bit of I cringe. Like Kino. I like him. I don't he's know. He's his own man. Him. He's his own man. I he's really a, like. He's his own man. He's a soul man. He's a good looking white boy from Arkansas. I got no no problem with him. Right? I, I, did you see the cringe Kino moment he had of Ilya Tapora and like the stare down for the win? You know, I you did know, not. Ilya gets in his face. And then uh, Bryce is, you know, really intense, got the baby blue white eyes looking in Elia. And then he just starts saying, as I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. And it's like, oh, calm down. The guy's 135 pounds soaking wet. Relax. Dude, uh, I have, he's, I've, I've, there's, they've done some uh, some in-depth interviews with him. Oh, oh, I'm getting a phone call. Can you hear uh -oh. me still? I can hear you, bud. All right, well, it's going to have to just wait. But uh, no, I, I seen some interviews with him with some in depth interviews. They go out to his trailer, and you think I'm joking, but he he really does live in a trailer or whatever. He bought he bought some he bought a farm, and parked a double wide on there, and that's where he lives. I like and, that. And uh, arc out in Arkansas, yeah, I like it. And they went out there and they saw it. And he was he was tending to his okra farm or whatever. And he was tending to it. And they were talking to him, and he he was getting dangerously close to being, I, I would say canceled. I, you know, you're getting dangerously close to being fired probably for what he's talking about it. You know, he tried to uh, keep himself in, and he's like, you know, I, you know, I ain't Hollywood, and he's like, you know, yeah, I hate, I hate every, I hate anybody that's from Hollywood. I hate anybody, any of those people, any of those uh, uh, politicians. All right, so I'm, I'm gonna say, he, look, Bryce Mitchell's our guy. Yeah, but then you know, then he briefly looked in the camera, and he said, you know, he kind of looked at the camera, looked dead at the camera one, and he said, except for Trump, I know he's doing the best he can, but I still hate everybody from you know from Washington, from all the politicians. And he's a man of the people, you know, and I like that he did make that exception. Uh, that, uh, we that got about nice... less than 10 minutes for part one. Uh, I, I, I want to I want to get to the point on this. Uh, that is good okay, perspective I'm, on Bryce I'm Mitchell. Sorry, and that's the Latin hate. And no, no, no that is good perspective. Be... I didn't know that he was living on a farm on actual double wide. I didn't know that. Yeah. And, and I like that. Yeah. For, you guys. I, OK. And see, that's what I'm talking about. I'm getting a lot of um, we've seen a lot of that flip off emoji chats. Um, oh, I hope you've enjoyed your time here because you guys are about to get out of here. So, yeah, I've seen some eggplants. I don't know what that's supposed to be. I'm not up on that, but you know that this. If I if he no one explains trying. it, you're yeah, you're getting. I mean, that's a suspension. If I don't, we don't see what that's about. We need some context on that, because, yeah, because I've had just about enough of that. Um, uh, so so yeah, I, I wanted. To, I don't know if you saw this Bryce Mitchell fight. He went against Ilya Taporia. Did you see that? I saw what was happening. I didn't. Watch well, he it. got the, the brakes beat off of him, and and I'm telling you, man. When I was watching that that fight, I, I was seeing the fear in Bryce Mitchell's eyes. I was seeing the desperation, the big labored breaths. And I was thinking, you know what? With the kind of hype he had going in and, and everything kind of surrounding, that's the kind of ass whooping that turns you to, into a villain. Oh, really? That To me, that's a villain, not villain, a villain origin story ass whooping. That's the kind right, of right. ass whooping that'll turn you into the Joker. He got the shit whipped out of him in such a violent and visceral way. He's supposed to be a ground expert. You know, after he gets ragdolled against the fence, he gets countered a bajillion times. He then gets basically rape choked on the ground and having to submit. 
that that's a villain origin story ass whooping. Did you know you did you hear the story? It was after his like first or second fight in the UFC. He got a little money, right? And you know he, he's not he's a frugal man. He doesn't like yeah. to you know spend big on things. He was building. I don't know what the fuck he was building. He was building a shed or building a fucking I don't know a fishing boat or some shit. And yeah. he he was on some ass apparatus. And you know he had a drill. He had a power drill. Did you hear about this story no. several years back? No. Oh uh, yeah, he had a drill and. Uh, uh, stupidly, and I'm sure he regrets it. He put the drill in his pocket, uh, or like in his little pants, his little pants, the sweatpants he was wearing. He put the drill in there, and uh, I don't know. I guess he was fucking grabbing something. And uh, can you guess what happened next? No. Uh, the drill went off, and he drilled right through his ball stack, and it ripped his balls off. I don't know or, if that's or, for real. I can't see how that. No, would be look possible. it up, please. I and I. This is. I'm not joking. This is a 100 serious. He didn't rip him off, but he ripped right through his balls. And then he said it was really. It, he said it didn't hurt at first, but it was really painful. He's like, what really hurt was he had to try to take the drill out. And his what, balls, what were these Jinko jeans? What kind of how, what kind of pocket can you fit a power drill in? How did the pocket should have its own seam? How can, how this has a this was a I think he's wearing shorts he's wearing UFC shorts or swim shorts or some shit uh, so he can they, no longer all, produce testosterone he can't have kids no 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 well this is what happened uh, he tried to yank on the drill to pull off and he said his balls were tangled or right. the sack or that is tangled in the drill and he had to flip it into reverse mode and then he had to reverse drill it to unwind it and he said that worked. And he said, you know, obviously he went to the emergency room and they were able to sew his balls back on. And uh, he said the only he, he still has the shorts. You can go look it up. There's, there's proof of all this. D- all right, D-Rez, I'm going to take that on good faith. This story is that is that wise for me to do? Or am I going to are you are you going no, to burn me to do. This happened and he got healed. Right. He got healed. I think he's fine now, but it, it was a serious injury for a while. All right. I got one. Uh, I don't know. I don't, uh, you got a lot. There's a lot of Bryce Mitchell lore today. I, I didn't think we'd explore. Well, I know the freaks have been asking for it. I'm seeing, yeah. and I'll say this: I'm seeing some, uh, you know, I'm seeing some crying emojis in the chat. So thank you, thank you for that. But I'm also, I don't know if you noticed, we looked at the chat, and a lot of people are saying thanks for the Bryce Mitchell stories because that's been a kind of a, yeah, kind of been a hot topic around here for a few months, and you know, it just takes a while to get to it. But uh, you know, a lot of people are appreciative. Well, I, I got one more little bit of Bryce Mitchell, Lauren. I wanted to explore this with you, and then we'll probably wrap up part one. But um, so I was watching, you know, on some illegal stream website. That's how I was enjoying my uh, my my UFC experience. It was just great. And you know how toxic the ch- that chat usually is. It's always oh, about man. It's what, always what, about niggers, joggers. Off of? I can't find. Uh, they cut down meth streams. Okay, well, I, 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 I'll give it. Hey, just just send me a text, man. I always tell you what's up. All right, next. Time. Uh, yeah. So, um, you know how toxic those chats get, though. It's always niggers, joggers, Latinos. It's always a race war. It's always a psyop going on. It's it never is a ever... race war for some reason. It's never about the f- actual contest. Yeah, it's never ever a talk about the fight. Well, anyways. People were kind of shocked. I, I I think it's not just for us. A lot of people look at Bryce Mitchell as their guy. A lot of people are saying that's our guy. Actually, if you look in the signs during the fight, there's a lot of our guy signs. Our guy and had a picture of uh, Bryce Mitchell. Right, right. A lot of that's a big yeah. thing that was going on. <laughs> so well, after the ass open, it's kind of quiet. The chat kind of stopped moving. You almost would think it was in slow mode because people were kind of taking it in. And then I saw one singular message come up, and it really just kind of stuck with me. I'm going to read this to you. This, this is a message said when – you know the first message after a slow chat of Bryce Mitchell getting his 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 villain origin story that kind of ass whooping. This was the first message that came up. It said, 
Now go on and get you a chicken burger from BK on the way home, Bryce. What did so? I I don't know. I have no idea what the context. Yeah. Now go on and get you a chicken burger from BK on the way home, Bryce. Oh, because you know, I think I saw it too, and it said the price to go and get you a burger, chicken sandwich. From Burger King on the way home, Bryce. Now only three ninety nine uh, at select at select restaurants. So I think that that, <laughs> that, that was a, a legit message, though. So I want to ask you: Did you have a favorite meal after a fight? Did it change for a win or a loss? And in that kind of where you get that really come to God ass whooping or come to the devil ass whooping, would a BK chicken sandwich cheer you up? Uh, I don't think a BK chicken sandwich would cheer me up. Uh, no, yeah, any meal would be good after. Any meal is good after a fight. What do you like uh, after a fight? Win or loss. Uh, you know, it just depends. Denny's is an option always because that's usually what's open until late hours. But I tell you what, man, you know what? And it's always wins, Denny's over IHOP. Always Denny's over always IHOP. Always Denny's over IHOP. Always Denny's it's over It's never IHop. Waffle IHop. House. That's a mean place. Waffle, yeah, IHOP is for communists. That's communism right yeah. there, and then that's not to be supported. So, no, we don't want the international globalism shit. You know, the you know, yeah. Denny's that's America's diner. So yes. Amer- Denny's is is always the best. And that Hobbit Denny's slam the they best. had when 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 the first Hobbit movie was coming out, couple of links, couple of French toast, couple of eggs. I'm I'm oh, I'm, man, I'm still waiting for them to bring that up. I want another Hobbit movie just so they bring back that Hobbit slam. Uh, great they idea. Got, yeah, they got nachos that are good. Uh, everything's good. That is is good. So, so what's your favorite place restaurant. change if it was a win or a loss? Let's say you got the breaks. Well, no, I'll you. tell you this. You know, the interesting thing is when you win, man. When you win, I swear. I mean, it's one. It's such a feeling of elation, but it's such a, even more than that. It's such a big feeling of relief. You're so relieved after the win that I tell you what, man. I could you could uh, you could have given me a bowl of hot water. And I would have been, you know, I'm so on cloud nine and relieved that, you know, especially if you win, you got the result you wanted. Yeah. Man, the f- eatings, believe it or not, at least for me, is like the last, everything sounds good. Oh, you want pizza? You want you know, Denny's is good. You want Denny's? You want McDonald's? Whatever, man. I I, I could care less. Like, I'm, it, it's, you're just, I, for me, at least, I'm just so elated that I. Now, what about after I, a loss? Could, a day County ass whipping. Well, after a loss, you probably do care more about the meal to cheer. That does, the meal plays a part now because now you're, you know, uh, when you win, your your happiness level is at ten out of ten, so it doesn't even matter yeah. anymore. But so, so for know, D-Rads, lose, what's a good loss place? A good loss. One meal. out of ten. I don't know, man. I, I've always liked Jack in the Box. I've always liked, you know, what? A, I don't know. Then, then you know, when you're to the happiness is a one out of ten, you also don't care about food. You want to kill yourself. So <laughs> uh, you know, the meals never really come into it. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, th- look, that's more perspective from, and we're getting a lot of laughing emojis in the chat. I don't know what that's about. What that's directed to. You know, if you guys need to start, you need to either add a screenshot to what you were because I r- yeah. really believe they're responding to you know previous comments. It might be delayed. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, need, we, need, we, need the, we need the mods to get on top of that mods. What are you? What are we doing here, mods? What yeah, are we for, doing here? Can we remove these people? Yeah. All right. I'm I'm ending part one, and I hate to end it on that somber note. We'll be right back in just a moment for part two. Okay. Uh, thanks for sticking with us for part two. Uh, let's let's get into it, man. I, I still want to stick on the UFC topics. Um, Till I was waiting for Till to come back for a minute. I, I knew he was he was fucking. Um, who was he? Um, laying in bed with for a long time. Oh, Hamza. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, Hamza used him, abused him, already spit him out. He ain't cornering Till, nothing like that. But I, I wanted to see. Okay, you got wrestle fuck for the last six years of your life. You know, whatever. It's destroyed your UFC career, halted all your momentum. 
fight IQ out the window, whatever. You became best buds for Instagram clicks for about, you know, a couple of weeks, made a couple of dimes videos of Hamza. Let's see what happened. Let's see what the, the fruition of all that was. So I was excited for this fight with uh, Duplessis, right? And uh, yep, I, I saw Duplessis was the uh, the favorite. I sent you a text saying this is an easy win for Till. Uh, uh, I, I really thought it would be. Um, so anyways, start of the fight, uh, right before the fight, actually. Did Darren, you bet on this? No, I didn't bet on it. I almost did. Because uh, I thought it, I could thought there's no way this Duplessis guy, BT, he's so shit. I've never seen a guy in Duplessis have such a nice record be a stand-up fighter and be so shit at it. Like a- a- any serious stand-up fighter at 185 would think, oh, give me him easy, easy. Uh, uh, it's well, there until almost got Almost got him, but 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 I was just so unimpressed with this Duplessis guy that I was like, yo, this has got to be easy money for Darren Till. Anyways, Darren Till, the walkout song, he came out to the Andrew Tate theme. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. All right, so this song. You won't be able to hear it well, but uh, let, let's see. You hear this? You hear this? Oh, the one they play for all his videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that song. That that's what Darren Till came out to. So I was like, all right, you know, okay, that's oh, not a bad choice. Let's go on. Let's see. Okay, that's a good walkout song for him. Uh, in the lead up to the fight, now we're about t minus about forty five seconds, right? They uh they give a little. Yeah, you gotta fix something because it sounds like you're talking to us from a you're a fucking fighter pilot and you're talking to us on the radio like you're about to drop a. A missile or something. Come on, like this is an airstrike. Is it still like that? Yeah, it's like an airstrike. Uh, let's get let's get just a second. Yeah, yeah, All right, D-Rez. Uh, okay, I'm back and I'll fix my mic. Hopefully, sounds sounds a little better. Now, now you see who's got the technical difficulties. Well, how's it sound? How's it sound now? A little better. That sounds good now, but I'm just okay, saying cool. this whole time you always complain about me. It's been you this whole time. It has been me. I'll, I'll admit that. Okay, so they gave a little antidote about Till, about T minus 45 seconds before round one starts, right? And I thought this was just hilarious because it really set was up it? for what was going to happen. So they said that, you know, obviously we all know Darren Till's been getting wrestle-fucked, right? So he, uh-huh. he went, he lived with Hamzat, right? He went to Sweden, got wrestle-fucked over there. Then it came <laughs> out, Till said in an interview that he went all the way to Thailand to get wrestle-fucked. And, and he, I and read he, about that, actually. I didn't know he did that. I, I knew that. Okay. He came across an unknown Russian kid in Thailand, an unknown Russian kid. And he said this child took him down over and over when they trained together. And you know what? He said that the new till is humble. The new till, he's going to go with it. So he said, he didn't say get new that kid. till is humble and the, the new till is kind. He's the, humble and kind. He's humble and kind. And he says, normally he would have kicked that kid. I'll get him the fuck out of here. Uh, you, you know, we're not gonna be doing this shit. No, he says. As a matter of fact, that's my chief sparring partner is this child who's been taking me down over and over, and that that's who he stuck with entirely. Is that what he said? Or are you just saying that? That's what they said. Go back and watch the broadcast. The commentators are telling the story. He so he fought this Russian kid, Russian child, who took him down over and over for the twelve weeks he was in Thailand, and he says that made him better, and it made him a better fighter, and he's never been so prepared. So the fight starts round one. This Duplessis guy, he goes for the slowest, probably top 10 most telegraphed takedown of all time in the post-Zufa <laughs> era. And this fucking takedown Him or James worked. Tony, who had a more telegraphed takedown? Do what? Him or James Tony, who had the more telegraphed takedown? 
Uh, I, I'm saying in, in the, the probably the James Tony one, but in the post Zufa era, I've never seen a takedown this slow. Post Usada era, you remember? I'm, oh, I might get mistaken. Was it James Tony that did the takedown, or was it James Tony that got taken down by a very telegraph takedown? He he got taken down by an ankle pick from about 20 <laughs> feet away. From uh, um, oh yeah yeah, uh, yeah think Randy of Couture. yeah okay yeah that was Randy Couture. Think uh, think of uh. Somebody died like in the in a in a football game. Someone's diving for a touchdown. They're trying to break the plane, and they extend both arms. It was like that. Yeah, it was the and press just, X mechanic on uh, Madden where you dive with the ball. To yeah, like, exactly. It was that, but he just barely grazed his foot, and that was all she wrote. Took him right down. So uh, yeah, and and then and then Till obviously goes on to get his uh, get taken down over and over, getting taken down, going straight into mouth. You know, it was such a bizarre fight, but I thought that was hilarious. The little Russian child anecdote. So I was like, oh wow, okay. You know, he's. I assume he ended that training in Thailand by no longer getting taken down by this Russian kid. And then the first you thing would that think happens, that, but probably not based on uh, the outcome of the fight. Yeah, it's so funny to hear that antidote, and then 45 seconds later, the slowest takedown in recorded history uh, uh, takes him down, and then over and over, and that's what actually lost he him. He did the fight. okay. He almost knocked him out, I thought. Yeah, because when they were actually striking, and, and, the, and the start to that fight too was so bizarre. He got pressed up against the fest, the fence, and just got cluster fucked for about a yeah. minute, two minutes. That was hilarious. You kept giving thumbs up. Uh, you can't give thumbs up while you're getting rallied on. <laughs> while standing, yeah, that's not. That's <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. I've never seen wrist control be so dominant like that. I mean, that that was. It's uh, supposed to be, but usually when you're dealing with high level fighters, you know, it's a game of inches. But this was there was this was a game of ca- caverns. This was a game of Grand Canyons. <laughs> just fucking big gaps and then you saw what i saw in round two like when they're actually striking like oh dude till was easily picking them apart having his way with them and then round yeah three, I just, he almost beat him i mean it was close but uh round three he just, just threw it all away so it was really real needed this one to, he really needed this one to go his way i don't know where he goes from here maybe retirement uh i got i got a couple quick i'm gonna run through these quick last couple topics to really just uh wrap up that night uh in, uh, on the UFC 282 or whatever it was, right? So at some point, they panned to the crowd, right? And they put uh, on the big screen, man, they gave him his moment. It was Matt Jack Friedman, the AEW MJF, the Matt Jack Friedman, uh, yep. the AEW champ. He was wearing the title in public. How embarrassing is that? Wearing the Very. title in public. The crowd had just popped for like Hasbla or somebody. The crowd was still ruckus over who they just sold. When they switch it to Matt Jack Friedman, it literally was silence. And I know a lot of AEW fans in the chat. I already see you guys at the flip-off emojis. You guys are going to say, oh, that was Turner Broadcasting. The audio went out. You don't understand. Again, they're blaming Turner Broadcasting that somehow the audio got clipped. But literally, it was a moment of silence for Matt Jack Friedman. Nobody knew who the fuck this guy was. Well, don't, don't, doesn't AEW, that is Turner Broadcasting, though. They work for Turner Broadcasting. Yeah, so when when I, that's what I'm saying, when MJF gets no reaction on AEW TV, they always blame. Well, that's Turner Broadcasting. You know, they're actually the the audio is fucking up. They're trying to say that that's what was happening on this paper on accident or on purpose. On accident. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, and that's why you hear deafening silence when MJF talks. It's because the Turner Broadcasting audio is getting fucked up. But they're trying to still blame that. Use that same cope on a UFC pay per view. Ah, uh-uh, it doesn't work. That doesn't hold up. Yeah. Uh, but then he's nah, also flipping was, yeah. off the camera. You know, what are you, 16? Get over that. I mean, nobody knows who you oh, man, are. Yeah, that was, that was the pose for every picture. But once you turn once you turn 16 and a half, that has to stop. You look like a fucking faggot. 
You, look you could literally like see people shrugging and, and looking you to look their like neighbor. You could literally see people on the big screen shrug, shrugging and looking to the neighbor and saying, who? Who is that? You know, nobody knows who the fuck this guy is. And this was I the think really they thought he was one of those guys. You know, they bring in cage warriors. They bring in the uh, rage in the cage guys. I think they were thinking he was a hot prospect from some other local promotion. And that was the other promotion's belt, you know. So well, I think they were waiting for an introduction because nobody knew who the fuck this guy was. Oh, yeah, and yeah, then, well. and then he, here's the the part that really sold it home. I don't know if you're aware of Super Kahlo. He was a uh, a U, uh, WCW '90s luchador. No. He, he always wore like a silver mask and like a black jersey and like sunglasses. And were like a part of the mask. It was a really funny getup. But uh, it, it, that it was, was he was he was WCW. His name was Super Kahlo. Super Kahlo. Yeah, he was a. Uh, was he cool? You liked him? Big dimes, big dimes for me. I always pop for the guy. I like him, right? Okay. And uh, uh, you know, so he still watches wrestling, and he's a big UFC fan. Well, he tweeted, he tweeted, "Who oh. the fuck is that?" Oh, that's bad. Because isn't he in wrestling? Yeah, he's in wrestling. He still trains wrestlers. An actual wrestler had no idea who this rat was. How was anybody else supposed to know? Yeah, I mean that's part of the problem. But I mean, I got you know. It- yeah, that's sad. Let's let's move. I got a lot of topics to talk about. Right, I got one more go. real quick one, and this is gonna put a bow. We're gonna be real quick on this because I don't want to okay. talk about the UFC anymore. There's one more topic I just gotta say. So uh the co-main event was bad, it was shit. Dana's golden boy uh uh lost. So big Papa Dana White, you know, he was pissed about how boring it was, pissed because the writing on the wall is now clear as day. I can't bring this guy back to the states. And then he starts shitting on the Ankalaya versus um uh, Blackowitz fight for no reason. It was a fine fight. It was a good fight. Yeah, wasn't it was like a, it, was it was a good fight. It was a fine fight. It, it just ended in a split draw. Fine, but even before it ended in a split draw, Dana White was already acting so fucking sour because his son lost. He literally in ra- at the end of round two, he turns his chair away from the octagon to face the audience, and he just crosses his arms like fucking Lorenzo. Like, oh, I, yeah. this is not this not my fault. Nothing I yeah. can do. Yeah. Oh what? Yeah. Literally pulled that little stunt. Uh, so that that pissed me off. Fuck Daddy Dana White. That was a, a good, fine fight. That's all I wanted to say. <laughs> UFC topic is done. What do you got? It was a fine fight. It was a fine fight. Yeah, it was a good one. And 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 they're moving on. And uh, the fight they're gonna fight for the belt in some other UFC fight now. Uh, Teixeira versus some other guy. So it was a fine yeah, Jamal, fight. Jamal Jamal King or something. And we hope know. he gets his head kicked in. So it was a fine fight. And I will be rooting for Teixeira in that fight for him to win the belt. So he was playing forty chess. Now he gets to fight for the belt and a much easier fight. So, yeah, uh, it was a good fight. It was a, it was a good fight. And we're moving on. Um, I actually wanted to bring up this topic. Uh, do you know Bobby Fish? And we don't do topics. We do headlines. So I hope this is what. Yeah, I want to move to this headline. I'm sorry. Okay. I want to bring up this headline. You know Bobby Fish, the wrestler? Yeah. Bobby Fish, the speeder. You're familiar with him? Yeah. Yeah, well, I didn't know this, but... uh. You're breaking up a little bit. You still there? That podcast, and he did call this one dead wrong. He right, here, you guys start, start recently, again. Not too long. You cut, a, you cut out. Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, you, you cut out for a second. What were you saying? Oh, yeah. Well, all right, yeah. Well, no, Bobby Fish was there, and, uh, you know, he's uh, I listen to the Cornette podcast, and this is one that Cornette got wrong. He said that, uh, you know, Bobby Fish, he has his own podcast. Yeah, he has his own podcast. You're, you're break- episodes, he has his own topics. He, yeah, okay. Uh, if you really want to. All right, go ahead. Yeah, so Bobby Fish has his own. Yeah, so Bobby Fish has his own podcast. 
And uh, on that podcast, he called out CM Punk, uh, you know, because he's friends with the Young Fucks or whatever. Yeah. And he said, Phil, you know, really want to fight? I'll fight you, MMA. I'll fight. Cornette, wrong. He. Uh, did, did we did, what's going on? We get anything? All right, I'm I'm pushing him back to D Raz. We, th- we think he's got it. So, Bobby Fish has a podcast, he challenged CM Punk. We'll start recording. We're recording, you you fucking idiot. We're, we're live. Bobby <laughs> okay. Fish has a podcast, he's talking shit about CM Punk. I want to fight him. Go ahead. Yeah, so he said he wanted to fight CM Phil, you know, and he would beat him, whatever. And Jim Cornette very wrongfully, you know, he scoffed at that and said, ha, Okay, yeah, okay, you really want that. Yeah, okay, he's still a UFC fighter, and he'd, he'd whip your ass. Well, anyway, uh, Bobby Fish, you know, on the on the undercard of that Mayweather, the, the two bozos yeah. two bozos fighting each other, on that undercard, you know, Bobby Fish uh, had a professional boxing match. Did you know that? Yeah, I saw it. It was fucking terrible, but it was 10 times better than anything CM Punk could do. Yeah, it was terrible. It was horrible, but it was, like, 10 times better than anything CM Phil could do. And I, and I would like anyone in the chat to go to email Cornette. We're going to spam his email with links to that and ask him, well, what do you think? Do you, what do you think CM Phil would do with this? Because I think Bobby Fish. I, I don't think Jim Cornette has ever seen the CM Punk Phil fights. And I don't think he understands like what that was. It was not a guy who earned his spot in the UFC. It's not a guy who was UFC caliber. It was just a freak show. And he embarrassed himself twice. I don't think he realizes that. Uh, and I think he would look at the, the Bobby Fish and say, yeah, that's horrible. And it was horrible, but it's still 10 times better than what CM Phil could do. Well, who do you think would win, Bobby Fish or CM Phil? I, I, I think Bobby Fish could literally kill him. <laughs> yeah, so do I have to. I think Bobby Fish would absolutely whip his ass. He, he would whip the shit out of him quickly. And if, yeah, if, if left to his own devices, I think he would literally kill him. Because uh, he is one to know with one KO. I think if you against- went up to, to, to the, just the average black guy stumbling around, uh, downtown at you know 11 a.m. or you know 3 p.m. just waking up still still got a crusty ass you know still got that sleepy eye and if you said hey got that stink hey, Leroy, got that stink yeah I gotta give you a black amount you go whip that guy's ass in front of his girl and, and I think 10, 10 out of ten times that fifty three year old black man named Tony or Leroy <laughs> would go up to see him Phil and whoop his ass and see yeah. him Phil would be able to do nothing about it. <laughs> well, just between Bobby Fish and CM Phil, Bobby Fish is one of the one KO against the boxer who was trying, I guess. Yeah, that was and, horrible uh, too. I've never seen a guy just stumble over terrible. the finish line like, he, like been... he just stumbled into that win. You know, it was like they kept trying to serve it to him on a platter, and he barely was able to take it. Horrible fight. <laughs> he barely did it. He almost didn't celebrate because he like you could tell he's like, "What well, was it over?" Like he was fucking just like, "Okay, am I done?" Like. Oh, that was close. Yeah, that, yeah, that was embarrassing. I was going to talk but... about that on the show, but I was just like, this is so gay. And and, and it's funny when you see them. But he in... did win. Yeah, he did win. And it is funny when you get to see these wrestlers next to normal human beings because you're like, oh, that's what he actually looks like. You know, he looks like a little bloated alien. That that That's what Bobby Fish <laughs> looks like. <laughs> he, a little... look buff, right? he looked fat, didn't he? Yeah, a little. That's what I'm saying. A little bloated alien next to a normal <laughs> human being. Uh, on yeah, that look, topic, I got to win. Say, and the point is, I want to see him versus CM Phil. What's your official prediction? Uh, murder, rape. He could yeah. literally open up his butt and fuck him, and CM Phil would be able to do nothing but cry to the ref. Yeah, and I think that's what's going to happen. But what's funny is, I think CM Phil's pride is going to get in the way. 
And I'd like Jim Cornette to to get, you know, he feels speak not speak getting back out there in any way. This wrestling thing was a sham. He might come off for a one off some kind of WrestleMania, him versus Batista or something. I, I don't know. He's done. It, it's I hope he saved his money because it's over. He's well, just a little he's just Fish, a little I old would... faggot. He's drug well, free and looks Bobby worse Fish. than any crackhead I've seen. Yeah. Well, Bobby Fish should really be going after this fight hard. That should be his. It, it doesn't matter. It, Phil's not going to take any fight, any amount of money. It's done. He's not stepping back in the public eye, I don't think. Uh, I, I got one more. I got another weird kind of topic to kind of plays off of that. Uh, well, actually, I just, we don't do topics. We do headlines. Excuse me. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Zach Efron, you know, he was a pretty boy about 15 years ago. Now he's in this weird kind of fucking, he's starting to look like an alien. Well, anyways, he's playing, uh, I don't know if you're aware, he's going to be playing uh let me see. I got it written down. Zach uh, Efron. Is, no, no, no. Zach Efron. No, no, no. Zach Efron is playing Bradshaw in a new movie. He's got arms are skinny, <laughs> but he's ripped. So skinny arms, but they're ripped. And he has a huge fucking uh, plumbo gut, in his yeah. gut. Got a huge big Lenny gut. Uh, tip of the hat to Big Lenny. What's going wrong here? I saw a picture of him on the set. Like he's wearing, yeah, he's wearing just a towel. Uh, you know, he's not big enough to play Bradshaw. It, it, the arms are ripped. I'll give him that. The arms are ripped, but they're skinny. And then he just has this huge bloated fucking gut. But it uh, looks like a turtle, kind of like a, like a turtle's belly. Like what I imagine a turtle looks like. Yeah, it doesn't look anything like Bradshaw. Uh, maybe this is Bradshaw. I don't think he's character. playing Bradshaw. I think he's playing Mark Calloway before. He's playing mean Mark Callis. I think that's who he's going to be. <laughs> yeah. Mean Mark Callis. It's it's looking like a shit show. I'm gonna want to see that movie just to see him walk around with that gut fucking hanging over his uh his ring. It would be funny if he does this movie because all the steroids and shit he does, he really does have CT or whatever afterwards, like from the couple of bumps <laughs> he got to take in the thing. Like, what if he turns into? Uh, like, yeah, I want uh, him to actually turn into uh Randy the Ram from uh the wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> you know who's that guy right now? Uh, you know how the Iron Sheik is like right now currently? Yeah, yeah. What if he turns into that? Like he's got he's. Doing weird. He's doing you shoots. He does the you shoot podcast and shit. Like he yeah. just fucking goes. He's off charging fifteen bucks for a handshake, slapping people at conventions, and yeah, 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 yeah. A, I'd love that. I would love that for his career. Honestly, I would be. A Man, there there was a time I got to talk about this when I was listening to the Conan podcast, where you know how Disco fucking walks over every question, and and, and you know when Conan does talk, he's so used to being interrupted, he literally gives seconds that nope, I haven't seen it or now I don't know. He like doesn't even answer things anymore because it's just. Because he knows it's not going to get it out, yeah. But there was once a time where somebody was touching on, like, they were bringing up footage of Kevin Nash. It was really embarrassing at, like, some kind of convention, and nobody was there, something like that. And Conan was about to start talking. He was like, man, you know, I've been there. You could tell he's about to tell a story like, man, I've been there, and it fucking sucks. You know, it's yeah, like it's such a like horrible feeling. Like an interesting feeling. story actually add to the show. Yeah, and then Disco's fucking, you know, he, he fucking trambles all over it and talks about how it was for that two weeks in WCW that he was a, a big deal. <laughs> all he ever But I wanted to hear about that, that so bad. Oh, I know he's done that so many times. But I think I know the exact moment you're talking about where he's like, yeah, I've been there and something very insightful. Like, oh, that's Yeah, I was so to hyped to hear that response because I've never heard a wrestler talk about how sad these conventions are and how they and can turn out And you always think bad. about it, too, don't you? you yeah, wonder, and I was like, like oh, we're finally going to get it, man, in fucking disco, man. I'll never forgive him for that. Yeah, one. I remember that. Yeah, and he just shits and like, well, dude, we were stars. And you think he cares? We, we were freaking stars. And it's like, dude, you were like... If, you were the 50th man on the Raw. You were the 50th most over guy there. I don't know why you keep so, bringing up that so you were is, there. This isn't news. A lot of you guys in the chat already know about this. D-Raz, you, of course you know about it. We see the analytics. We know there's a lot of guys in the industry who listen to this show, right? Am I am I making up fiction right now? No, not at all. Not at all. I We got another one, and I've suspected this for a while, and I don't know what he gets out of it, but 
Terrence Bud Crawford. He's a listener of the show. How do I know this? I got proof. When's the last time you've been to tbuscrawford.com? Oh, I've, oh, who doesn't go? Uh, it's been, you know. Yeah, it's on my favorite. It's actually my homepage. When I bring up Google Chrome, that's the first website. Just automatically goes to tbuscrawford.com. So I saw he had a website. I was like, I got to see what this nigga's doing. So I went up to the website, you know. It's a really weird old website. Like it's it's like man, you guys know what the meta is now of web design. It's not this. This is a two thousand nine. Well, to be fair, that's a boxing thing. Go to the IBF page, the WBA page, WBO, any one of those pages. Yeah, BoxRec. Like you go to BoxRec directly it's a 2000... from nineteen ninety eight. So when you go to his website, you know there's this typical links right there. Shop. There's contact. Press there's about home. You know whatever. But about, one, one of yeah. the tabs at the top of the website. Guess what it said? Take about, a guess. Guess what, what? What do you think this tab was? A uh, podcast? Nope. Business Musings? businessman. Oh. oh man, why? Why? why that was my next guess. It should have. That was my next one. My man, my nyoka got a link at the top called businessman. When you click it, so I click. That's the first thing I double click that bitch. It takes you to a picture. Of, it takes you to a picture of T. Rants waking up from a nap. Next to the picture, you know, he got that real sleepy-eyed nigga, belly full of honey bun, kind of like, you know, just kind of halfway smiling like he's fucking faded. It's just a picture of T-Rance. Next to the picture, it says, while boxing, Tony has focused his business acumen and very successful, and it doesn't say successful. It says successful successful ventures. That's all it says. And like a smart businessman. No, no, no. Okay, let me hang on. I'm typing in. Like a like a smart businessman, they don't give him too much. He leaves these haters wanting more. It's no links to what these ventures are, uh, no links to these foundations, no details on what they were. No, no, I'm reading it right now. I just I'm, I'm just I'm typing it in right now, and I'm reading the page, and it says successful. It, it says successful adventures. So I think oh, it means like oh. Successful adventures. Well, I think no, it means like, no links to what these he's been a Disney World. He's been a Disney World and Disneyland, <laughs> and it just has like pictures from Rolling. Yeah, that's a success. Stuff, that's yeah, a success, right? That's successful. Yeah, but, yeah but it's like, man, you're not even gonna say what these adventures were. You're not no links to them to support them, these successful adventures. Very fucking odd. It's so a tip of the hat to T Rance, but we watch well, it. Yeah. I think he should yeah, change no, the no. picture, at least put on a suit. Well, that's it how should... I know he listens because we get we'll get we'll get conspicuously or inconspicuously, I should say, we'll get one v we'll get one listen randomly, and I'll see he'll post that he you know right now he's at the Disney he's riding he's riding on the you know the Matterhorn or whatever he's riding that and he's posting pictures and we just so happen to get a view from that counter. Listen oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I've been on. And then yeah, right? then he'll go and you know he's at the Grand Canyon and he's at the bottom of the canyon taking pictures or whatever. And then I just inconspicuously will get a, a listen from that area. So basically, it kind of seems like he'll listen to us whenever he's driving or whenever he you know he's trying to fall asleep at night. He'll put us on and and, and that's what he'll think about. Yeah. So big know? ups to a successful adventurist, uh, uh, um, T Rants, and we'll come back to Terrence in just a bit because uh, I want to talk about Jamel Charlo. A more this to me is an unsus. Uh, unsuccessful, uh, unsuccessful businessman, Jamel Charlo. One of these two. I don't know which one it was, but uh, he's been trying to get into TikTok, which that's not a bad idea. Look, tip of the hat to that. It's 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 kind of an overplayed move, but fine. You want to diversify your successful adventure? Go on to TikTok. Fine. Well, he's so he's trying to go viral. Obviously, that that's what all these clips are, right? No right. problem there. Go on, businessman. Do your motherfucking thing. So go he's on, been, get you. He, you know, he should just go on. 
gonna get himself a chicken sandwich after this. Some Burger King. Get you a, go and get you a chicken sandwich from BK, uh, Charlo. Go on and do that, yeah. Charlo. Go on and get in that a uh, drive through, Charlo. But uh, yeah, look, and you know he will, he will. So he's been recording himself doing the hand dances while driving. I kind of get it. A lot of people are doing clips while driving and shit, and a lot of people are doing hand dances. But you got to have a nice camera. Uh, literally looks like it's it's fucking pixelated and so compressed. The the footage he's using, he's doing the hand dances. The meta is just not coming off right. He literally looks like a black crackhead in a stolen car. Uh, joyriding or some shit you know the aesthetics of the vid are all fucked and here's the real bad thing he's done 23 i counted he's done 23 of these tiktok hand dance videos for a total cumulatively 65 views what think about that, is that, is that are those real figures yeah, 23 hand dance videos for are those six real? yes 65 total views what thing? Oh wow, that's it's not working. Then I think he, it's not working. I, I don't know if he should keep this up or find a new way. Literally looks like it. What's so funny in all these videos? He looks because you could tell the car is nice, but he looks like a fucking crackhead. Yeah, he looks yeah. like a crackhead in a stolen car. Well, that's you know that 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 is going to be hard for him to shake, you know, because you know, and because the truth of the matter is, and not a lot of he probably was a crackhead. He probably you know he probably you know, I mean, so it's hard to shake that image, even though it's not a stolen car. You know, he was a crackhead, and I mean, and maybe not anymore. I don't. I imagine he's probably training and working out, and you know, he, he's probably doing a little bit better. And uh, you know, and I think that probably tax season's coming up, so he's probably getting excited because tax season's here. So you know, all that shit. But I mean, it's just hard to shake that image. You know, that's all I'm saying. It's you know, yeah, it's, you're right. It's really it's hard to, to, for us to hold him to that standard. Which it is going to be very hard for him to ever shake that image. Um, when is he ever? Not yeah, once you like do that? it, it's hard to shake. You know, they talk about you. It's not you know. And one of the greats, one of the one of the all time greats in the community, Terrence Howard, as he once said, you know, it's ain't the size of the dog in the fight; it's the size of the fight in the dog. You know, and I you hate when these, like when these that. say uh, when these joggers say that, then suddenly that quote gets attributed to them. <laughs> yeah, like like he he made that quote or something like it. We didn't, you know, like he didn't. That wasn't from somebody so, else. So did I got to say, did he come up with that quote or? He came up with that quote. I will say it is his. I, you know, I don't know if he popularized well, that's what I'm saying, it. But you can kind of attribute that to saying, you know, it ain't the, it ain't, it ain't, the, it ain't the amount of crack in the nigga. It's the amount of nigga the crack. <laughs> so that's kind of what you got to think. It's kind of what you got to think about. It. And actually, and this is kind of, uh, and I'll be honest, and not you know this, not everyone knows this, and I see some people in the chat pointing this out. I was, you know, I was one of the executive producers on Hustle and Flow, and that was the original line. And uh, you know, Terrence Howard. And, yeah, I remember us dropping off a little six-year-old D-Rez. He went, he dropping him off on set direction on on one of the multiple takes. Yeah, I remember us dropping off a little baby D-Rez, and he'd pick up his clipboard. Yeah, and, and, I, and, I went, and I and I what people understand is, yeah, I, don't, I wasn't a, a director or anything, and I was just one of the producers coming to oversee it. And that that was the original take was that you know it ain't the it ain't the amount of crack in the nigga, it's the amount of nigga in the crack. Or and uh, he changed it, and and that's what made the final cut. But there's a few we got a few producer cuts out there that have the original line, and I, and I think that's very apropos, right? For you know, yeah, right we still here. got some of those. We should auction those off one day for charity because I think that would actually be yeah, a thing. maybe a lot put of, that on the Patreon, maybe even. Yeah, I think a lot of the freaks would be interested in that. Uh, I got I got I got another businessman topic. So you know how like Eddie Hearns likes to give these candid, you know, for the people type interviews where he just sits in the back and talks to people <laughs> with cell phones out and shit. Yeah. So yeah. somebody asked them, you know, backstage yeah. of one of his stupid shows, they're like, uh, you know, what do you think about Bobo Crawford? He fighting right now and. And he said, look, he's 
When you got a promoter who doesn't understand well, this how was a good line. This was a dimes line. I like this one. I remember this. Because uh, he said, look, you know, when you got a promoter who doesn't understand boxing economics, you know it's a fucking problem. He says, look, he says, sincerely, Bobo versus Alvis and Yana Crawford, he said, it's not going to do 10,000 buys. He says he's in the he's in a Nebraska high school gymnasium right now uh, with 90% comp tickets. They're not making that money back. He said they're paying him $7 million to fight Alvin Yasin. He says it's all out of whack. He says now he's going to want to fight Spence. He's going to want $20 million. And he's not even worth that. That fight is not even worth that. But how how can you blame him if he's getting seven million dollars to fight in what would be an empty arena, ninety percent full in this high school gymnasium, comp tickets, um, not even going to do ten thousand buys on pay per view. It doesn't make any fucking sense. It's true. It's true. Yeah, it's it it, 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 it it's fucking insane. So, so T Rant's got linked up. He, he was gonna fund. get more than that. He was gonna get like I think they were gonna pay him like ten million for this. Something insane. That there was no way if it was the greatest performing pay per view of all time, they would have broke even. And obviously, it's nowhere near that. There's there's TNA Impact pay per views reruns that are doing better numbers. Oh than yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Complete oh, insanity. Yeah. Oh, it's absolute insanity. Um, and he even said he said that guy could walk around a supermarket and nobody would know who he was in America. He actually oh, did said he say that. that? He it was I don't know if he said supermarket, but he said that guy could walk down the street and he said nobody would recognize him in America and he's the pound for pound best. He said that's insanity to me. Um yeah, and, that's, and true. that's true. I think he might be that and that might we got a lot of executives that listen to this show, and he might be one of them because that's a line we drop a lot. Exactly, and I will yeah. I will say that he could walk he could walk into any mall in America with a name tag on and a pair of boxing gloves on. And people would not know who he is. They think he's the next SoundCloud Jamangelo Bozo rapper. I guess <laughs> uh, they they wouldn't he know. Might, I I think before he got recognized for being Terrence Crawford, I think there's a universe where he gets thought where people think he's Dylan Dennis. I think it's more likely. <laughs> what do you mean? Before he got, he still hasn't been recognized for being Terrence. Yeah, Crawford. no, no. I'm saying that the likelihood of those two things. If I you think go it's on more... the Wikipedia page, there is no picture available. They don't have a picture. Yeah, I, I think there. it's more likely that he would get recognized for to be Dylan Dennis than him to be correctly identified as Terrence Crawford. <laughs> I think that's. I, I do think if you had a series of headshots of random people and you had the names, you have to like kind of like a connect the you know connect the dots. You have a list of five names, and the next one you have a list of five pictures. And you have to draw the, a line from the name to the corresponding yeah. picture. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, you pull 10 out of 10 people in the mall. I think all, you know, there's not a single person that gets to Terrence Crawford one right. No, no, no if, absolutely Because if, if on that list of names, you had a name like DeAndre Smith or something like that, I think they would probably put that, you know. That oh, yeah, really, that's the nigga I DeAndre. That, <laughs> that's almost cheating. It's almost not fair because I think, yeah, a lot of people, it's, uh, it's a little bit of a double fake. I think people would, would really go for that. I, I want to say too one of my my last topic I got man it's about uh one of the kangs the true kangs of the game right now and that's my kind of question to you in, in the on the hundred thirty five pound division one hundred forty all that shit we we had three kings now it's eight kings do we got nine kings now is that the thing because okay. Theo just got his shit pushed in by oh, uh, seven to one underdog pushed him and I want to say this I want to ask Sandor Martin Sandor Martin right. So this Sandor Clegane guy, right, he's 7-1 underdog. He literally does a rape choke in the third round to uh, Teofimo Lopez. Gloves around the neck, squeezing his fucking neck. <laughs> he's literally he got knocked, knocked out. He, he got, got knocked out of the count. ring twice. Knocked out of the ring twice. Rape choked in the corner. And I want to ask you this. Is it <laughs> is it Kino? Because I'm starting to think it's time to turn into Kino. 
where when Teofimo is, is all panic after the fight, you know, they, they announce the decision. He hears everybody's <laughs> booing, and you can see it's like his eyes are fucking darting back and forth. And, and, and the opponents have no respect for uh, Teofimo Lopez. They'll get right up in his face and argue the, the result, not to the, to Harry Letterman, but they're going to argue it right to Teofimo Lopez. And his eyes are darting back and forth. He's fucking panicking, and he's absolutely delusional, saying he just went, nah, nigga, nah, nigga, you didn't push me out the ring, nah, nah, nigga, you pushed me out the ring, nigga, nah, 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 nah. I, Is that Kino? Is it Kino watching you know him Kino fucking to squirm? Me, it's to see him holding back tears, kind of. It's like a holding back tears, like a, kind of like, let's say, there's a, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, let's say it's your kid, you know, a kid's birthday party or whatever. And, and the moment's lost, you, you know, you're supposed to do some big where he blows out the trick cake or whatever, the trick handles. And you guys <laughs> drop the cake and it's all splattered all over the floor. <laughs> and you know, he's crying and chatting. And you kind of just salvage the moment to make it better. You know, you scoop up the cake or whatever. You're holding it in your hands. Yeah. And now the kid's going to blow out the candles. And, you know, he's doing it because he wants he wants the presence. And you guys want to just have the moment. But you, everyone in the room knows in the back of their heads, well, it's oh, it's over. The moment, it's done. But yeah, that got you're all up. doing it. And yeah, it's yeah, it's fucking we ruined it. But you're gonna do it, and everyone does it, and it's kind of like you know, he has that when he got his hand raised and he's putting the jersey on, he was doing the kind of holding back tears, laughing <laughs> as he's putting on the jersey and doing the little pose. And everybody in the back of their head, even him, knew like, oh, this moment's kind of gone, but uh, you know, they want me to do it. You know, the kids doing it for the benefit of the parents. The parents are doing it for the benefit of the kids. Everybody, we all to know the moment's else. gone. What'd you say? Yeah, everybody's trying to appease everybody else, and that's what makes the disrespect by his opponents. Look, we're seeing this. We didn't know who that one. Who was the white boy from Australia who fought him? Oh, Cambosis. Yeah, we didn't know who Cambosis was, but Cambobo walks right up. We never saw him before, and we'll never see him again. Yeah, he'll walk right up to to Teofimo and start shit talking him in his face after the fight. Nobody's ever heard of the Sandor Clegane guy. He walks right up, gets right nose to nose after the fight. No respect for him, and starts talking his shit. And yeah, I just love the panic, and it's always like he has. You could tell he wants to articulate why he won, but he doesn't have the vocabulary for it. And his brain is going in a hundred different directions. So he's just like, whoa, 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 uh, whoa, 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 uh, 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 yeah, 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 but come on, nigga, nah, nah, nigga, nah, nah. You know, it just turns into that. It's like, fucking calm I love down. I when he was trying to put the jersey on to do the Heisman thing, and, you know, he's holding back tears, and he's going to, <laughs> and you can kind of see he's looking off camera saying, like, you, you, you want me to do this? And then, and then on cam- you couldn't see the person off camera but you see, you could kind of feel their look was kind of saying like, right, "Go on, this is your mo- go on and do it. Go on, this is your moment." Yeah, and it and it just harkens back to, yeah, this is the parents kind of saying like, you know, all right, well, this is your birthday, blow out the candles, like I know you want to, and then the kids kind of looking back. What's like, so funny is the you happy like smaller. I know you bought the key. You want me to do it? Like, yeah. What's so funny is the arenas. Nobody are wants smaller. it to be done though. You know. The arenas are getting smaller. The television audience is shrieking. The opponents are getting worse. The perceived gap in skill is getting greater. And he's still saying, nah, y'all gave, y'all gave me the right dance partner. No, 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 no. He ain't it. He ain't it. Y'all gave me it. Like, dude, it was a 7-1 underdog. Did you see you the were knockdown? He got champ. knocked down. He got knocked out of the ring. He was never twice. But one of them, they didn't count. He got knocked down. No, they said they it was a slip. Like, oh, that was he, a, got, he got hit with the overhand. He staggered and fell over the yeah, fucking top they rope through the a table. And, and they these, said, these freaking, I don't know what to call them, these freaking sellout scumbags. Had they, there's a plenty, they have to do an extra slow motion. Oh, this is military grade slow motion. I mean, you can see the particles shifting. 
and uh, he gets clipped. He, the plane is and it's been scrubbed off the, the internet. If you want to see that knockdown, no, it's not it's on the a, top nah, right highlight. It doesn't exist. I've only seen cell phone footage, but he got hit with an uppercut and then an overhand, and then like Kane in 1997, Flip. he goes over the top rope backwards. Fucking falls through a table. They're calling a slip, slip saying, nope, nope. He's getting back you in the ring, shaky leg. Nope, it was a slip. You could almost see it. Like, it was almost reminding me of, like, there might, it was the Michael P.S. Hayes' backstage with, with fucking Kevin Dunn and saying, okay, no, well, fucking, he's got to go over. We got to figure something out. Like, there you can see, you can hear the producers scrambling backstage to, oh, yeah, well, he shouldn't have been eliminated right there. We got to rebook the finish right now. I mean, he's got, we got to figure this out. And instead of rebooking the finish, they're saying, oh, just, just get back in the ring. Just that But then there's that also the other half of that energy ring. is looking in the arena. There's nobody here. Nobody's seen this. Who cares? We'll cut the we'll, – we'll fix it in post-production. Yeah, it's absolutely embarrassing. The crowd sizes are dwizzling. Buy rates drowning. Uh, he, 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 but he's I did almost feel crowd. bad. Like I said, it's – you know, everyone's doing it to appease everyone. Like, everyone knows. Yeah. Nobody's happy with this. You, you're appeasing us. Yeah, no one's Look, happy. The problem with Cambosos, he was, was too aggressive. The problem with Sandors, he was too elusive. So we got to find that right balance. We got to make it a bigger skill disparity. We're going. We're going. We're taking this off the air. I want to wish everybody Happy New Year, Merry Christmas, do your motherfucking thing. Go ahead, D. Rez. Oh, well, how much time do we got left? Ten seconds. Ten seconds. Go ahead. Uh, Neo in a way just won the undisputed title. We watched it. It was cool. Big ups to and Bubble Merry Christmas. in a way. Merry biggest, Christmas. biggest Merry Christmas to Neo in a way. Thanks for entertaining. Thanks Merry for the Christmas. memories. Bubble to you. Merry Christmas. Any last wishes, D. Rez? Take off the air. Any last wishes? Any last bubble?